guess what? We in this bitch. Welcome to the show. The uh, podcast, if you will. Well, let's just get into some movies that I uh, saw for the first time. And apparently, they were movies I should have already seen. And I didn't know. So... Let's start with a movie called Predestination. It's Ethan Hawke and another chick that I don't remember. Now, this movie is basically what I was doing was I was looking for new movies that I could blow my mind away with. Um, I was I love movies that give me that that interstellar ending that even you know, that fight club twist. I'm craving a movie that makes me, that just sticks with me for like two weeks. Like there's certain movies I watched, you know, I watched uh, the movie Mother with Jennifer Lawrence. It's a Darren Aronofsky movie. And wow, like that movie, if you haven't seen that, it's it's maybe four years old now. Watch it, first of all. It's, uh, it's her and Javier Bardem, who's amazing. He's incredible. Um, great movie. But the, the point of that is the ending of that movie, the emotional response is insane. Insane. The, I mean, there's more to the movie than just what you see. I mean, it's one of those, you finish it, you know, go on to YouTube and, you know, diagnose it. You know, one of my favorite, hold on. One of my favorite movies of all time is The Shining. The Shining, you can go online. There's two documentaries about it that I know of that break down Kubrick, you know, his vision for the film, all the ins and outs, all the Easter eggs, all the scary things you miss that you're supposed to miss, which is incredible. But I love a movie that you can dissect and it sticks with you emotionally for two to three weeks. I mean, you can't, you see a movie like that, when I saw Interstellar, that's of course Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. He, it was a uh, Christopher Nolan's space movie, and it's about. I mean, the ending. I'm not gonna get into, it's Interstellar travel, but the ending, you know, dives into space, infinite space continuum, dimensions, ghosts, all in one ending, and it's just it's bizarre. Um, time shifts. Due to different planets, physics. You know, you spend five minutes on a planet. Once you leave that planet and get back to space, it's been twenty years. That shit's that's mind-boggling. That that bugs me. It's it's sad. It's a sad thing to watch. But guess what? The emotional response to that movie kept stuck with me for a week and a half, two weeks. So Predestination is another one of those movies that I I hit gold with. What I did was I hit gold two days in a row. Now for me to find a movie, my girl can't stand this because when I got to watch a movie that I haven't seen, it takes me, you know, a week, two weeks of looking up videos and going down rabbit holes on YouTube to find a good movie, to find a movie I haven't seen, a movie that isn't today's blockbuster bullshit. And... There's depth to it. There's something, you know, you got to find indie movies. You got to find indie directors. I call them indie directors. They're not indie movies, but, you know, Darren Aronofsky, 
He's a perfect example. I was just talking about him with the mother. He's a good example. Um, Robert Eggers, another good example. I'm more talking about the horror genre. You know, if you listen to my podcast ever with the a million different podcasts I've had, uh, you know I'm into horror. Horror is my favorite movie genre. And yes, this will be a topical podcast. I'm going to get to shit other than movies. But I want to ease in. You don't just go, you know, you know, hey, welcome to the show. Let's talk about Flat Earth. No. You got to ease your way in with some foreplay. This is foreplay. This is this is a conversational foreplay. And I love movies. I love movies. I love music. But movies is just one of those things where I kind of like to do on my podcast, kind of get into some movie because I don't want to do movie reviews or, you know, whatever. But, you know, if I find a good movie like Predestination and the second movie, which I'll get to in a moment, speaking of Christopher Nolan, and it just, these are, these are different. These are mind-blowing movies that you can't even wrap your mind around it. I love that. Inception, speaking of Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan is going to be a, a reoccurring name throughout this discussion, I think, because he clings to that, you know, for the most part anyways. So Inception was another Christopher Nolan movie. Um, that's, that movie's about dream states within dream states and manipulating dreams. And it's just a bizarre um, concept. And his new movie is out now, finally. And I haven't made it, you know, through COVID, through the hoax. I haven't made it to the theaters to see um, Tenet. So I'm going to, I will probably review Tenet, even though I said I don't want to really do reviews, but. It's a it's another installment to Christopher Nolan's universe, and I have to talk about it because it's always it tackles big topics. This one seems to be reverse time continuum, so I want to get into that and probably a fucking badass movie. But we'll get to Christopher Nolan. I'm gonna ramble about movies for the next thirty minutes if I don't move on. Predestination is about, and again, I don't. I mean, these aren't new movies by any means, especially not the second one, but. Predestination has been out for a, since, I don't know, 2014, 15, maybe, something like that. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, spoilers. I recommend you go see it. So, maybe fast forward through this part. If you're going to watch it, I recommend watching it and then, you know, telling me what you feel about it. Uh, Predestination. There's a lot of layers to this movie. So, to start with, Ethan Hawke is a... It starts out, dude, explaining this movie is even difficult. I didn't even consider how to explain this movie. I don't do prompters or anything, but fuck. It's like, without immediately spoiling the movie for you, I can't even tell you what the premise is because you have two people, right? One person, his job is a time-traveling cop, time-traveling law enforcement. So what we have is... There's time traveling possibilities that a secret cop agency uses to prevent crime. So that's Ethan Hawke's job. So Ethan Hawke, I guess in this time travel, you know, he time travels back in time and basically this is where he operates, where he lives, I guess. And he works as a bartender at this bar back where he time travels to, I guess as a cover. And this chick slash dude we're not sure, walks in, sits down and has some drinks, starts telling him stories. So the premise is 
you know, I, I'll, I bet you this bottle of alcohol, my story's better than yours. So she goes in and starts telling the story, and it flashes back, and this, you're following her story now, and it's an intense story. I'm not going to get into it. Again, I don't want to ruin the entire movie for you. But goes into her story. It's a pretty crazy one. And he then goes in to tell his story. And it turns out that person is him. Spoiler alert. So that's my twist for the day is that this is a chick that or this is, I'm sorry, this is a guy that was a chick. This chick was forced to get a sex change because of, of uh, birth comp- or complications. And so she gets the sex change and, and, and has to become a man by force. Has to learn to adapt and live. Turns out that is him. Ethan Hawke is that person but way in the future, traveling back in time to help himself. I Dude, I don't even know what the fuck you want me to say about this movie other than watch it. Like, when I got done watching this film, dude, I fucking sat there for 20 minutes staring, I think, at the credits, just wondering, like, what did I just watch? What did I just experience? Like, there's got to be a lot to this. And it's honestly, it's a really good movie. Ethan Hawke is fantastic. Um, and the girl, I wish I remember the girl's name. I should probably take notes if I'm going to talk about things, but she's fantastic. I mean, playing the character she plays really, really good film. 10 minutes is just enough to talk about that. I don't want to keep going. I want you to watch. I want you to experience it. It's called predestination. Go check it out. Um, uh, I'm going to skip the next one. I just, we'll start with predestination. I'll get to the next one, maybe next podcast. And I, that one requires a little bit more explanation. It's really odd. So let's jump straight into the semi news that I want to talk about. Again, I don't want to do, I'm not going to do, if you want news, if you want to keep up with what's going on, I'm, I'm not really your guy. I will talk about all of it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to claim to be unbiased. I'm not going to claim to be truthful news. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to talk about conspiracies. I'm going to talk about things I look into, things I see, things you might not want to hear. So let's start with George Soros. That fuckstick. You've heard George Soros. If you're, you know, if you are in the community of conspiracy theories in the past decade, you've heard the name. You know who George Soros is. He is a dual citizen for the United States and Norway, I think. Norway? So, he single-handedly has brought down more economies and more countries than I can count. Uh, Hold on a moment. I'm going to Google his name. Hold on a moment. Pause, pause, pause. All right, well, that's how that's going to go. Google my own fucking computer. So, <clears throat> let's get back to George Soros cuz I I don't I, I want to get this right cuz this is a very important. Now, I I know what I'm going to jump into here. 
because really the only point I'm bringing up George Soros is really fascinating uh, Fox News interview that I saw with former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich. Bear with me. See, George Soros' name is trending now. He's a trending name, and I really like that. Hungry. Jesus. Hungarian. Um, see, look at... Oh, I don't even... I might have to get into more of this than I thought. All right, so let's just start. I'm going to get lost digging up my own conspiracies. Let's start with the Fox News interview. Now, I was going to get a clip and play it and yada, yada, but ultimately, Newt Gingrich was doing an interview with um, that mixed chick or the black chick from Fox News who I don't particularly care for. And in this interview, there's another woman as a guest speaker, I think, or um, another guest on there who's a part of the panel, I suppose. And she's talking to, they're talking to Newt Gingrich, and I didn't hear what all got talked about. This is just a clip at the end. There's enough context. And so they want to give him the last word and the last argument. And what he says is that the main problem with the violence going on in the cities, which, again, you should look into. Uh, if you don't know about the violence and riots and things, you know, even I can't help you. So he says that the, the biggest problem is that the within those cities, you have these George Soros selected and funded um, officials, prosecutors, mainly. And these people who are being arrested for these riots and protests, for things like arson, vandalism, even murder, uh, they're all being released from prison immediately or from jail, no matter what they're locked up for, just because they're part of Black Lives Matter, the protests. And a lot of these people that are being put back on the street are thugs, they're criminals, they're rapists. You know, a few of these people have charges for child rape. You know, one of the ki- one of the people that Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, put a fucking bullet in. He had he's raped five kids, and and we're mad at Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse is going to go down as the the tip of the spear for this upcoming civil war. If you look at it in history, which I do think is going to happen, but if you look at it. He is the first one to go out with a fucking gun and say, enough of this shit. I'm putting bullets in some of y'all. And uh, when a group of him does that, it's going to be a fight. So, back to George Soros. So, in this interview, you know, he says that, you know, the problem is that the Soros-funded, you know, state-level officials. And the interview takes a turn and gets real fucking weird. So immediately as he says that, it's like you said Lord Voldemort's fucking name in there. The whole place just gets quiet. And and the guest was going to say something. She gets interrupted by the host, who I, I don't remember her damn name. Something Harris. Harris, something, I don't know. But she gets uh, she gets weird and she cuts in and goes, I don't think we need to bring George Soros, into, George Soros into this. First of all, you know who he is now. You're saying his name. This is an unspoken, behind-the-curtain guy for a, over a decade, and you just come out, you know, oh, breaking news, Supreme Court pick to be announced Saturday at White House. This is going to get fun. I wasn't really going to get into the, the SCOTUS uh, RBG death, but, you know, maybe another time. Um, back to Soros. Soros, 
for again over a decade has been sliding his dirty fingers into this and and manipulating all sides of the equation and his end game is globalism it's globalism it's a global government run by his people because with power you can control the entire world and honestly see the problem with talking about these things is that there's so much to cover if you if you want to get into covid it's just, it's a, it's a that's a lot that's two three hour podcast of just covid maybe i will i just don't every single day something new with covid is is um interacting so george soros has funded pretty much everything left wing i mean in today's climate everything left wing is pretty much it is that polarized it isn't just me going oh, i'm right wing they're left wing no follow the money just that's all you got to do is follow the cash um, he funds Black Lives Matter openly. Um, just weeks ago, $228 million he donated to Black Lives Matter and other um, racial injustice groups. And, and fucking enough of the racial injustice. Can I have a minute? Enough of that shit. There's no racial injustice. What this is, is a fucking organized coup against our fucking country. George Soros sets this off. Set, you know uses the media to convince black people that white people are just out shooting them for fun. So now every time a black guy leaves his home, it's, I'm going to target white people. I'm going to go target cops. Do you fucking blame them? Do you blame them when the fucking news is doing nothing but telling black people, hey, they hate you. They are going to kill you. Fight back. That's what they tell them. So what do they do? What do you fucking... What do, okay, what do we expect them to do? I'll tell you what I expect. I expect I expect for George Soros and his little clique of fucking globalists to be called out. We're getting to that point now where we can call out George Soros. You know, it starts here. It starts with Newt Gingrich. It starts at podcast level, radio level, talk shows, TV. We got to start taking things back problem is we got nowhere to go we got nowhere to go facebook big tech is the new federal government and we let it happen right in front of our faces because none of us saw what was coming none of us knew what it was capable of none of us saw big tech turning into what it turns into see what happened was we got myspace and we got facebook and then it just kept going and kept going and we got twitter then we got instagram then we got fucking snapchat then we got tiktok then we got now it's not even coming from the country now it's coming from china Who's behind COVID? Again, not going to fuck. I digress. I'm not going to fucking dive into the China virus. Maybe next week or the next podcast. I don't know. I got no days that I do this. I got no rhyme or reason for why I'm doing this. I enjoy talking. I think that what I talk about is super important. And honestly, the amount of the amount of censorship going on in today's today's politics, today's talk radio, today's comedy, today's all the fucking sacred the sacred avenues for talk radio, for free speech, are being diminished one by one. All we're going to be left with is Dave Rubin. <laughs> That's all we're going to have left is Dave Rubin and Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan scares me. Joe Rogan worries me. I've been a fan of Joe Rogan experience since day one. Day one. Joe Rogan's the reason why I want a podcast. 
I'm not going to pretend. Joe Rogan is the reason why. I don't want to be Joe Rogan. I don't want to have a Joe Rogan podcast. Joe Rogan's podcast got big way too fast. And if you think that behind the scenes people aren't approaching Joe Rogan with the guests that he can have on, and they're not approaching... I mean, he said so, he made a joke about moderating the fucking debate that they don't want to have. And Trump was like, let's run it. <laughs> let's run it. He, Trump said, bet. <laughs> Let's run that shit. He's down. He didn't give a fuck. He'll debate Biden at a BP while he's getting gas. He doesn't care. Biden's fucked if they if they debate. And so so Kamala Harris would be too. Pencil drag her. So again, back to George Soros. So he funds these state prosecutors. He funds Black Lives Matter. Basically, he funds the race war. He's funding a race war. He's openly. I mean, if you read the CFR, he has. And that's the Council for Foreign Relations. If you don't know what the CFR is and you like conspiracies, you want to know how, you know how to follow this, where to read, where to go, CFR. CFR and the Rockefeller Foundation. Read everything you can. They tell you exactly what's going on. They tell you the battle plans. Listen to Alex Jones, the great Alex Jones. He's, he is the professional at laying this stuff out for you. I'm not going to sit here and lay out two hours worth of conspiracy material for you to go, oh, I see. No, I'll just tell you if you believe me, you believe me. And a lot of what I say is coming straight from Alex Jones' show. Because when I watch it, just the way you should be doing, if you watch this or you or listen to this, if you watch him, if you, you know, Sam Tripoli is another great name that I listen to religiously. I mean, he, you know, he goes far off the deep end compared to Alex Jones, and I love it. But with the politics and George Soros and what's in the, in the, in the big overlying coup to take down America, which is what we're dealing with here, it's a, it's a manufactured shutdown, a manufactured race war, in order to start a civil war, in order for us to kill each other, destabilize the most powerful country in the world, and sell us all to China. If Joe Biden wins the election, China will own America. They will single-handedly own America, and which means George Soros will own America. And where do you think this stops? Do you think this stops with George Soros? Do you think it's just a, a coup to get rid of Trump, which George Soros openly says he wants to do? I mean, he names Trump. He says he thinks he's a wannabe dictator. He wants to get, or a would-be dictator, wants to get rid of him. Um, so that's fun. Now, the fact that, that his name gets uttered and Fox News, you know, completely shuts that down. We, we don't need to bring George Soros into this. We don't need to bring, I agree. That's what the other chick says. Yeah, oh, I agree. I don't, I don't think we should bring. And then he says that they funds BLM and stuff. And this chick, this other guest just pipes in and goes, no, he isn't. No, he did not. No, he did not. We don't need to bring him into this, is what they said. That's that's word for word. That isn't a loose reference. I mean, that's word for word what they said. And then a nice long, like, 10, 15 second pause of just awkward. Newt Gingrich is like, okay. And then they're like, yeah. like. And then in, in what's-her-name's earpiece, the host... You got somebody's talking to her, and then she goes, "Okay, I think we're gonna move on." Someone told her to move on. That's how that works. You got an earpiece, and you work for the news. Somebody tells you what to do. You read the prompter. They tell you what to do. They say, "Move on, move on." They talked about George Soros. Someone says, "Move on." That's a panic. They panic to move on from George Soros. It's pathetic. I have no respect for Fox News anymore. Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity—they're the greats. So they'll never go away. And Tucker is fighting the frontline war right now. But that tells me that Fox News is infiltrated. They won't even talk about it. $228 million. That's a lot of money to go towards Black Lives Matter who's trying to stick it to the man. That makes no sense. It makes no, your organization makes no fucking sense. It ain't about black lives. 
Attorney General Barr said that yesterday or the day before. It's not about black lives. Nobody's saying that black lives don't matter. You're being lied to. You're being manipulated. And we're going to have to shoot you for it. That's going to come. Again, where does it stop? Now, with George Soros, now we get to move on to the COVID side of things, right? My, again, I got to be careful because COVID, that's a top, that's a box you just don't want to unpack right this minute. Uh, false deaths, false positives, uh, CDC coming out, admitting the real numbers are, are, are bogus. You know, we had a hundred, we had like 200,000 supposed deaths in the country. Uh, 6% of those numbers were really COVID. Um, you know, these are pneumonia deaths. These are, you know, it's a fucking pneumonia. We have a manufactured shutdown. The rest of the world isn't shut down except for Australia, who's in a real police state, by the way. Australia is in a real police state. They're getting drug out of their, out of their homes for even mentioning going to protest this lockdown. Meanwhile, if you're Black Lives Matter, you can fucking protest all you want. But, you know, they tell you why they don't stop, you know, this protest, but they'll stop the other one. The reason why they don't stop Black Lives Matter protests, and this is coming from the source. I'm not making this shit up. They say because Black Lives Matter protests, you're risking danger. You're risking people, uh, God damn it, looting, rioting, burning things down. Meanwhile, if, you know, they know that people protesting the lockdown, you know, aren't going to do that. They're not going to act that way. They're going to go home peacefully. They're going to go to jail peacefully. They're going to, so they take advantage of that and they deal with one side yet not the other. They're scared. They're worried. Uh, These people are pushing back. And Black Lives Matter being a fucking movement all around the world is, is really, really frightening. It's really frightening. I mean, we have... We have all this police brutality and racial injustice in this country, which is the melting pot, by the way. Don't forget. And you go and look at all these other countries and you're seeing BLM signs and protests in places where there's barely any black people to begin with. And like Scotland, there was a thing in Scotland where these schoolgirls are saying, you know, racial inequality, black lives matter. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Who's okay? George Soros funding this, and it going from a American police issue to a worldwide inequality issue. They're trying to worship either black people for no fucking reason, which are already doing. They're already worshiping thugs and criminals, like George Floyd, who who died from an overdose. If you believe he was killed, get fucked. I'm tired of people lying. I'm tired of it being tolerated. If you want to censor me, fucking do it. Say what's real. Now let's move on to Bill Gates. I'm done talking about Soros. Now this is the COVID segment, kinda. Now we know about COVID. We know about what's going on with the fall. You know, I was just going over the false numbers, the CDC numbers coming out, which are being censored all over Twitter, Facebook. Um, now, which by the way, I deleted my Facebook permanently. Facebook for me gone. Most people don't care. Now, I want to kind of touch on the reasoning behind that. Uh, it isn't just to be cool or anti-Facebook. Uh, I am anti-Mark Zuckerberg. I am anti-Big Tech. I still have an Instagram because I enjoy the app still. I understand it's still connected to that, you know, interconnection of fucking Big Tech. I understand. But I enjoy it. I have to promote on something. Uh, I do artwork as well. I paint. I draw. 
uh, design things. Instagram is the hub for that. I bug, it bums me out and I might get rid of it and start over. Uh, who knows? Maybe I won't promote the podcast at all. I'll just have it running on what I got it running on with the feed. Uh, Apple, Spotify, and all that stuff, and sometimes YouTube. But see, even YouTube is starting to censor people speaking out. I mean, through COVID, it's done nothing but censor doctors and, and people who are actually on the front line. Fucking Bill Gates thinks he's a doctor. And Fauci hasn't practiced in like 15 to 20 years, uh, and he sounds like a Jewish retard. He's a bad name for Italians. I'm Sicilian. I hate that fucking man. Like, you're going to get up there and, and, and tell me, you're going to get up there and give me permission to take vitamin D? You know, you're going to get up there and and jump all over hydrochloroquine because it doesn't work, even though it it works with zinc. I mean, that's come out. That's on the record. This isn't a fucking guess from podcasters. We're just reciting doctors who who are actually practicing doctors. These are the doctors that whistle blew and said, hey, we don't have any cases of COVID. We're ruling everything COVID so we can get $30,000 per case or per 10 or 15 cases. We're also counting... Per every one case, 15 people will have it. Just by contact rules of, of, of speculation. The numbers are bullshit. Now, in order to get past the bullshit and the manufactured lockdown, what do we got? Trump's saying we got to have a vaccine. We can't open it until we have a vaccine. Who's running the vaccines? Well, if you look into it, again, follow the money. Uh, Bill Gates. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. We know this. You know, we know this. I hate to just... Everyone's just preaching Alex Jones' messages. But you know what? Those are the real messages. You have to get on somewhere and you have to tell people what's going on. Bill Gates is openly funding vaccines. He also openly funded, uh, along with Fauci, the Wuhan lab, researching man-made chimera viruses with bats. Other scientists coming out saying coronavirus, Corona-19 strain, is a man-made virus. You can't patent a virus except if it's man-made. So you may make this virus in a lab that was funded from Fauci, from uh, Bill Gates in Wuhan, where the virus came from. Bill Gates patented the virus. Now let's talk about Bill Gates' vaccine, and then I'll get to Trump's vaccine and what I think his plan is. Because I, I either he's part of the problem or he's getting ahead of it, and I'll get to that. So Bill Gates... Has paired up, and again, this is difficult information to come across because in order to, um, in order to really find the truth, you have to, um, you have to click and click and click and go through this this web page, that web page, and honestly, surprisingly enough, Wikipedia is going to send you to the right direction because Wikipedia is owned by these big companies, by these big tech companies. It's owned by the left. And I don't like using those terminologies, by the way. I don't like using left, right, but it's that polarized. I didn't decide that. They did. So, big breath. I'm going to take a break real fast. I got to take a piss. I want some more coffee. Uh, It's Copenhagen 30, guys. So, I'll be back and we'll talk more about vaccines. We'll talk about Bill Gates and Trump's plan to hopefully take away the vaccine program from Mr. Gates, from Dr. Gates. Uh, I'll be right back. And we're back. Um, All right, so before we took off, it was, uh, we're talking about vaccines, Um, Bill Gates and Fauci. Um, Bill Gates, 
we were getting into his vaccines. And let's just come right out with it. If Bill Gates comes out with a vaccine, do not, I repeat, do not take it. So what I've read and looked into, and again, with the research portion, I mean, you have to really, you have to dig in and find this stuff and connect names. You have to connect names, follow paper trails, follow money trails. Um, sounds typical, but it's very difficult to, to really get down to this. Uh, but once you once you find it and see it, you can't unsee it. And so what this is, is Bill Gates obviously was a Microsoft CEO. And that's, you know, through that realm of technology, eventually found nanotechnology. Now, he's openly, his, his foundation has openly, actually, it's, I forget the name. See, I'm going to have, I could come with all this info in writing, uh, which I could do, but the amount of preparation for this shit, man, you got to just trust me on this. Um, so one of Bill Gates, Bill Gates has, has owned three or four different LLC companies, uh, not including Microsoft. Microsoft, he's, he isn't even his anymore, but through that realm of technology, like I said, he found nanotech and funded nanotechnology for years, and now he's doing vaccines. So what I've figured out through reading this shit and sifting through the nonsense is that Bill Gates has now paired nanotech with vaccinations. So what will be happening is his vaccine will have nanotechnology in it. So what it is is, and they actually put a thing out about it in science news that didn't get any coverage, and it was kind of like a tattoo. It was like a, a micro tattoo. It looks kind of similar to the Jews tattooed number, which is oddly similar. Um, so what it is, is like a kind of like a barcode. And what it does is it, it, they put it on your skin and underneath it is these micro needles that go into your skin. You don't feel it. And... It releases nanotech into your skin, into your, your bloodstream, and what that'll do is alter your DNA over time. I know that sounds insane. Um, I had to figure this out a few different times before I came to my conclusion on this, but his vaccine will contain nanotechnology. Nanotechnology is going to get into your DNA and your RNA strand. It will start to alter your DNA. This is on record. Now, what this tattoo will also do is it's scannable. So what it'll do is, it'll, you, you know, say say you want to travel, like air travel. You want to fly. Say you want a job. Say you want to go shopping somewhere. Say you want to do anything essential. Somebody will then scan your arm. This sounds nuts. It sounds super dystopian, but it's true. They will scan your arm, and what that, what that tattoo will do, the nanotech will then respond and send back what what it needs to know. So, for instance, let's we're talking about vaccines. What they'll do is they'll have a list of mandatory vaccines for that everyone has to every citizen has to take. What, which is already wrong. Um, but with that being said, what they'll do is so say they scan my arm. Say I didn't get the COVID vaccine. I didn't get Bill Gates' fucking nasty vaccine. Because see, that's what it is. It's not just this tattoo. This tattoo is is the bridge. This tattoo is the hub. It's the it's the motherboard. You're still going to get... See, he's saying that this is going to be a multi-part vaccine. 
So not only will this be the tattoo, but you'll also get the vaccine. You'll get another vaccine. These vaccines, by the way, have an 80% hospitality rate. That's that's on record. This is, you know, that's not a rumor. That's coming out of Bill Gates' mouth. And he says it's okay. I mean, he said people are going to die. It's okay. You know, they also say, you know, this is Fauci too. Fauci said that 2.4 million Americans would die from COVID. It's It's been, a, you know, 0.03% of that. You know, we got Biden on TV uh, the day before yesterday saying that by the time he gets done with that speech, um, he doesn't even call it a speech, he calls it a talk because he's just talking to himself. But he says, by the, he's a, you know, nearly 200, we'll have nearly 200 deaths from COVID by the time I finish this talk. That's what he said. That's verbatim. 200 million dead Americans, dead from COVID. Now that tells, you know that, you know that statement says, by the way, if you're voting for Biden, just a little uh, tidbit for you. You know what that tells you? That tells you that half of our country is dead from COVID. Now, I go I I never stopped working through COVID. I do construction work. I also do uh I work in in the restaurant industry. Um I never stopped working. Nothing ever changed for me. I just had to start wearing a fucking mask. Nobody around was dying. Nobody around was, you know, if that many people were dying, it would be a real pandemic. It would be people would you wouldn't have to make people stay home. You wouldn't have to make them wear masks. I would be in a hazmat suit. But it's bogus. All of it's bogus. I mean, the 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 fuck, dude, they they straight up tell you the CDC website tells you that M95 masks don't work. They're ineffective against COVID. Nobody cares. It's not the UN. We're under UN control. The UN is controlling every major every major country with a major economy. And it stems from China. China runs the EU. They run the United Nations. They tell you what their plans are in the uh, in the CFR. It's Maoist. It's it's all Maoist teachings. Uh, communism has has communism owns communist China owns Hollywood. Hundred percent owns Hollywood. They own they own politics. I mean, they own Washington. Everyone but Trump, which is why he's in such a dangerous spot. Which brings me back to the vaccines. Now, with all this going on with vaccines that I'm talking about, all of a sudden Trump comes out and starts talking about his vaccine. You know, and it really it confused me because I'm Mister No Vaccine right now. You know, Bill Gates is not a doctor; he's a cunt. Uh, and so, and honestly, his number one. Just to wrap up the Bill Gates thing before I forget, his number one priority as one of the most wealthy men in America or the world is depopulation. That's really the cherry on top of this. So you got a guy who has been working very, very, working working with the most powerful and most rich people in the world. They get together and they meet. No, I don't mean Bilderberg. No, I don't mean... Uh, skull and bones or the fucking that's not what I'm talking about I'm not talking about the redwoods worshipping owls I'm talking about this is open they they, they don't hide it it's not a conspiracy I mean it's news when they get together they just don't ever know what gets talked about in these meetings it's people like Bezos Oprah uh, Bill Gates you know it's just these people get together and, and for the past five or six years, every meeting that they've had has been about depopulation or population control. So you got the guy running population control companies, 
uh, parent companies for population control and pro or you know abortion and things of that you know these are it all comes together when you look at it, the big picture right you got somebody working a vaccine angle with who's going to alter your, your dna to save you against covid that's non-existent and you you know they're, they're planning on shutting things down again because the flu like come on what the fuck are we doing here how long is this going to take someone's going to have to fight back so bill gates is trying to to depopulate the earth i mean that's what that's what he's trying to do it's clear as day he's a he's a bond villain if you're if you're a religious mind if you're somebody who believes the end of days right now which is very possible by the way um he is the antichrist either george soros the antichrist or it's bill gates it would be perfect for bill gates so now let's talk about trump let's talk about the defense what do we do what do we do that's what you want to know this is what we do. This is what Trump's doing, in my opinion. There's no proof, but I, I this is what I think is happening. I think that Trump is. I think Trump's lying. Now, there's there's all sorts of news cut. You know, oh, Trump lies. You know, twenty thousand times since he's been in office. Little shit that doesn't matter. But the, this time, I think he's really lying, and I think the reason why he's lying. I don't think that they're close to a vaccine. I don't think that the promised date for a vaccine is is going to work. I don't think that. We're going to have a vaccine legitimately before the election. I think what we're going to have... See, you look at Russia, you look at Putin, and what is Putin doing right now? Basically giving people sugar water. It's 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 all mental. It's a placebo effect. So you give people what they think is a COVID vaccine that's not going to do anything to their bodies. It's just... It's nothing. Sugar water. And now there's no lockdown. See, you do something like that here, now we can go vote. We're not going to have mail-in voting fraud. That's what's going to happen. Trump, you know, the red mirage that they're all talking about. You know, Trump, Trump's going to win by a landslide on election night. But then when the rest of the votes get counted a week later, it'll be Biden. They, they're, they're telling you that. Assuming, now that's assuming, they're just telling you that Biden's going to win based off mail-in voting. That's assuming that no mail-in votes are going to go to Trump. You know, they're just completely not acknowledging the fact that Trump could win through mail-in as well. I get it. Most Democrats probably aren't going to go to the voting booths because they're scared of COVID. They're pussies. But you never know. A lot of, a lot of conservatives could, could stay home and do mail-in voting too. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of conservative voices voted uh, through mail-in voting and then went to the poll. Not to cheat, but to see. Just to see. Trump basically told everybody to do that. You know, they're like, you said the vote twice. No. He thinks that what you're doing is a fraud. He thinks that if... You vote for Trump via mail-in voting, and then you go to the poll, they won't have a fucking clue. Which is what they think is going to happen with, um, oh wow, no more news, hold on. Mitt Romney says he supports moving ahead with Trump's Supreme Court nominee. Interesting, how Mitt Romney just can flip-flop back and forth, back and forth. The Mormon crazy town, like, whatever, so to get off topic with that but yeah news romney supporting the nomination I, who knows what direction this is going to go in with this nominating and replacing scotus uh we'll see we'll, we'll we'll keep that we'll keep the news coming if i'm on air so back to vaccines so yeah what trump has done i don't remember what i was getting at but point is what he's done is he's he's come out to the public and said we have a vaccine that we're developing by ourselves it'll be ready basically before before the election 
Bill Gates's vaccine is going to apparently come right after the election. So it's it, it's just a it's a big game they're playing. And the same thing with the Supreme Court. They don't want to have they want that to go until after the election. That way, I mean, they're talking about the last dying words of RGB. It's like, dude, and then AOC is on there, another Soros operative talking about, you know, radicalize the troops. This should be, you know, it's crazy. But yes, so Trump has taken control of the narrative. That's what he's done. He's come out on TV and said, I have this vaccine. Don't take any other vaccines. And then you got these people on TV going, don't take Trump's vaccine. You know, he basically has said, well, we have a vaccine, which forces the other side who just who disagrees with him no matter what the cost, what the, you know, he he disagrees. And then and then they come out on the side of of, don't take the vaccine. Don't take a vaccine. Don't take a vaccine. Don't trust the vaccine. What, What did Trump just do? Trump just took the narrative like he did with Twitter. And now what? Now they don't want to do vaccines. He won. If everything goes legally the way it's supposed to, Trump's going to take this election no fucking problems. No problems. If there's no fraud and it's a legal election, legal voters only, he's going to take it. I mean, he's going to lose the popular vote and all the polls and he's going to win again. And and that's if everything goes okay. I mean, they're going to steal it. They're going to steal it and we're going to fight back and it's going to get ugly. So yeah, that's Soros... Bill Gates vaccines in a nutshell. There's again, there's so much to dive into with the, each of these topics. I, I'm almost out of my hour already. I will revisit this. This isn't over. I mean, this is something I look into every day. This is something I that, that develops every day. Some of the things I talk about today, I've just developed a day or two ago. And the news won't get it for another week. The news is tainted. I mean, it's garbage. It's done. You know, you if you removed with what I saw with the Fox News interview about George Soros with Newt Gingrich, with what I saw there, matched with canceling successfully canceling Tucker Carlson or Hannity, uh, the news is finished. It's finished. Joe Rogan's getting higher numbers than any of them. Uh, so it's they're done with. I mean, they're done. The people need independent media because there's only truth in independent media. There's also non-truth, but you can figure it out yourself. So that's that. Now let's look at where are we at? Flat Earth. I wrote down Flat Earth to talk about because I've never I've. Uh, I'm not going to dive hard, but I've never been a flat earth guy, right? And this is more of a tease for another podcast because it's, it's a whole podcast of its own on um, this flat earth thing. And I want to get a guest on who believes or at least humors the idea of flat earth more than I do so that I can sit and talk. And, you know, there's a lot of aspects of flat earth that have come to my knowledge recently that I humor. I go, wow, that's kind of interesting. And it's not all of it's necessarily proving that the earth is flat. Uh, most of it is just proving that we don't know it's round or spherical. Spherical. Um, the first topic that's super fascinating to me is the obvious, which is the Antarctica ice wall. A um, lot to dissect there. A lot of pros cons of the argument in my opinion i i have no way to prove it 
the, the thing that's that's interesting with the flat earth argument is not just you know, oh there's an ice wall you can't go past it well people go there all the time it's like, well like Joe I said said Joe Rogan because you know I'm gonna have to reference Rogan a lot because he's the new fucking Carson but you know he had a guy on and they talked about flat earth and and his response to that the ice wall was like people go to Antarctica you're allowed to go there and the interesting response to that was Antarctica is enormous you don't know where you are in Antarctica it's big as fuck you think they have it set up to where you just go to Antarctica and run into a wall like it's not that if it's true and it, and, and that's really the case and I'm losing a lot of you I understand that but you gotta understand where I'm coming from here uh I, the, the amount of stuff I read into, especially about conspiracies, flat earth, doesn't matter what it is, I humor it all. There's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff that people don't want to talk about because they're so anti-flat earth. Uh, I get it. But the, the ice wall, if you look, the, the interesting parts about flat earth, is it comes from Google Earth, right? Google Earth will show you a lot of weird shit. Um, starting with, the, with Antarctica. You look at, the edges of Antarctica on the map. And it's honestly an interesting pattern. Like almost like a, a, a step pattern. Um, and it, it's, and you can see it clear as day. It isn't like a glitch or anything that's right there. And on the edge of it, it's like a stair, stair shape that goes along the edge. That's perfectly set up. Like it's perfect 90 degree angles, uh, which doesn't happen. So what that is, who knows? Uh, it, there's got to be a reason it's there. It isn't just the the end of Google Earth. You know, it's it's odd. You look at it and it's odd. And when I do a full podcast about Flat Earth, I will add material. And this is an audio-only podcast. But if you catch the YouTube audio version, which will include, uh, obviously, video, not of, of me, but, you know, as I'm doing the audio podcast... And say I bring up, I talk about the ice wall or what I'm talking about with Google Earth. You know, I'll include images to show you what I'm talking about uh, at a later podcast. But just to kind of touch on it it's, and give somebody food for thought here. There is something interesting to be seen on Google Earth as for Antarctica's ice wall. Now, the second thing I want to talk about with Flat Earth is more interesting to me than the ice wall. And that's Greenland. Um, if you watch, if you, if you follow conspiracies... You know about Greenland. Uh, it's it's there's something under the ice. I'll just I'll say that. And again, next podcast I do about flat Earth will be completely flat Earth, and I will I will break it down. I will show you the Google images. See, because remember Google image you can you can sift through and see. Um, I forget what topographical map maybe. Is it? I'm not smart enough. Or I'm really not. I just have a microphone. So everything I say is true. But I think it's a topographical map where you can see land structures, mountain peaks, and it shows you waterways under the ice. There's waterways under the ice, like, you know, what used to be uh, rivers and, and valleys and things of sorts. And if you look at the structures of these rivers and valleys, um, and, and by the way, science is telling us that underneath this ice, there is water. It's not, well, basically underneath the, the, the two, three mile thick sheet of ice, there is um, water down there. There's water, there's green, like plants, uh, pl- you know, plant life, there's ecosystems, there, it's livable. So what's going on underneath that ice? 
uh, no one knows, and there's a lot of theories, and my favorite theory is that, and again, another podcast that I'm actually planning on doing, this is one that I'm actually working on currently and trying to get a guest on, um, but it's what happened to the Nazis, and I'm, I'm reading a book, a book right now called The Secret Nazi Space Program, and so through reading this book, I'm going to put together a podcast and get a guest on, a friend or somebody wants to sit and talk. And yeah, we're going to get into what happened to the actual space program for the Nazis. Um, it, crazy enough, it, it, it ties into the Romans, like the Roman Empire and how, in my opinion, they never fell. Uh, they manifested themselves again and again and again. And I think it goes from, you know, oh, you had the Roman Empire. It fell. What happened? They became what? The Nazis. They manifested themselves into the Nazis decades later when the Nazis fell with one of the most powerful space programs in the world. Uh, What happened to them? We took their scientists, you know, uh, Project Paperclip. And no one know like it's just so unspoken you know you don't know about any of this shit you think you understand it because because of what's told to you or what's assumed or what but you don't really know um so with that being said is the earth flat who knows uh there's a lot to get into scientific wise and again having a guest on for flat earth would be easier and this is not a segment on flat earth i just wanted to touch on it i got a couple more minutes left and it was an interesting thing i i've never been flat earth supporter and watching what i've watched of recent uh i'm humoring the idea more and more uh not so much that it's flat but that i don't understand i don't we don't know what's happening out there we don't even know if space is real i'm aware of that so with all that being said main part of today that i really want you to resonate on isn't flat earth just fun to talk about and yeah but mainly george soros the vaccines got to keep an eye on that man you know even his son alexander soros like they're on top of everything man they're pulling the strings this goes back uh this goes back a long long time you know bloodline the bloodline from the rockefellers has been intertwined in our country and our society all the way down to Ellen DeGeneres who is a Rockefeller uh, bloodline with cha- it's all just changed names it's all you can follow it I mean you can look it up yourself follow it and it, it all makes sense it's spider webs this has been the show I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast um, this is it's been pretty tame I think uh, I don't want to call it the first episode but you know revamping the podcast until it works uh, I enjoy I enjoy being more topical. I enjoy preparing things to talk about and things that I could talk about for hours and hours and hours. And each one of these topics, uh, even the movies, I mean, I could go on, I could do a whole podcast about each one of these things, but who has the time? So here's what we're going to do. I want you to go now, follow on uh, YouTube. I want you to, to subscribe on YouTube to the channel. It's, um, the fuck is the channel name now? It should be Chad TV, youtube.com slash Chad TV. Why? I don't know. I don't remember doing that, but that's what it's called. Uh, now you can go to 
Well, actually, my iTunes feed's down right now. This is my Spotify feed. But I will be back up and going again, maybe this next episode or the one afterward. Get a new feed going. The podcast will go straight to Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify Podcasts, uh, anywhere else, Podbean, Rockfin. I'm going to I'm gonna get it out there uh, as much as I can. And, uh, yeah. So check it out. Subscribe. Share the podcast. Tell people this information. You know, we talk about George Soros and the Bill Gates vaccines. Not a lot of people know about it. Tell people. Get the get the word out there. Um, and, yeah, look forward to next week's episode or next day or next month or whenever I decide. It's my world. You're living in it. Anywho, thanks again. I'm fucking out of here.